Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say goodbye to diluted creams and serums that are often made up of 70% water and 15% preservatives, leaving minimal space for the ingredients your skin craves. The scientists behind fiber skincare have spent 15 years perfecting nanofibers, which are 500 times smaller than human hair. And just one year ago, they patented a way of wrapping these nanofibers around oil or liquid-based ingredients. The result was a formula that delivers five times more active ingredients compared to creams or serums with no need for fillers like water preservatives or emulsifiers. The first formulation made with this technology is a plant-based anti-wrinkle set of patches that you use over seven days, applying them just like your favorite serums. Your skin will feel tighter in 10 seconds, and over seven days, the program is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles by 19.4%. In fact, they have a tighter skin guarantee where if your skin isn't tighter in seven days, they will give you your money back, no questions asked. Go to fiberskincare.com and use code unfiltered for 15% off. How does one find their own unique voice? How do you help people find that? I help people trust their voice first. Drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot, drop it like it's hot. Natalie, what do I do? <laughs> I hope it's giddy giddy. You know, we've been following you for a while. And when we were talking about the podcast, you know, I thought it was so um, important to talk about, will you talk about finding your voice and finding your inner confidence to have a voice? And I know you speak to a lot of professionals trying to do public speaking, but I think so many people and women especially need to find their own voice with confidence on the daily. And I, I mean, we, I, why don't you give us the synopsis of kind of what you do and like how how are you here in in this role as an entrepreneur which is so freaking cool by the way 
Thank you. Um, I, I actually do not like the term public speaking because everyone only thinks about public opportunities. So mm -hmm. presentations, um, speaking at work, doing a keynote, being a motivational speaker. And we don't think enough about like our voice and just how we use it, how we feel about it um, and using it in every area of our life, not just the professional version of your voice, but every area of your life. So yes. that's, that's my beef with the, the title public speaker. I actually call myself a speaking coach, not a public speaking coach. Okay. I like okay. that. That's, impor right? that's important. Yeah. And I yeah. think that's a good, that's a good thing to debunk though, for a lot of people that, you know, we need to start having these conversations around like our own voices and what that looks like. Because I think, I think you only think of, you have to be a strong speaker because you speak publicly or you're presenting. In fact, I think I've become a better public speaker because I've learned to really like own my personal voice. So like the voice right. I use in my in my marriage, the voice I use with my family, which is like the hardest gigs in the world, right? Like it's one thing to, to yeah. come and speak to an audience and everyone's like, yay, that was great. But it's another thing to like tell your partner or tell your family, this is how I feel. Um, I don't I don't appreciate when you do that setting boundaries. And like, those are the conversations that nobody hears and they're the most important conversations. So I think because I've really stepped yeah. up in that arena, that talking to an audience of 5,000 people is like, Meh. Right. Wow. Yeah, no, I think that, that so many people end up somehow like, you know, when I'm thinking about our children and us as moms going through life and either like you, you haven't found your voice or someone's been speaking for you. And I, and I, when I think about my kids and I think about myself, I'm like, how does one find their own unique voice? How do you help people find that? I help people trust their voice first. So... <gasps> Well, that's a light bulb moment. You know what I mean? Like, wow, well, shit, I guess the podcast's over. No, no, I thank you for having me. <laughs> but I think a lot of people, like, I can, I can think of specific people in my life who, who don't trust their own opinions yeah. their, and their own voice. So how do you work? You know, and I, I even think about my kids, you know, some of them are more confident in their voice. But how do you work with the people who just don't trust themselves yet? I think when we talk about kids, that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast in helping kids find their uh -huh. voice. That's like my, uh, that's my other area of expertise is helping parents with their oh, okay. kids. Okay, well, we're going to have to have you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing right there. But in terms okay. of people, like I've had people come to me, they're like, Jim, like, I need you to help me find your, my voice. I'm like, I'm not a genie in a bottle. I don't just mm -hmm. be like, poof, there, there, there it is. We have to go through some shit. So some people sometimes think I'm a therapist, which I am not, disclaimer. I am not, a <laughs> I'm not a life coach. I don't even have my own life figured out someday, so I can't help other people. But because of my background in working with children with disabilities and specifically children with autism, um, there's a saying within the community that we say behavior is communication. So we try to find out the source of the behavior. Why is this child reacting this way? Why are they expressing themselves this way? I apply the same approach to my clients. So, okay, you're finding this roadblock. You're struggling to express yourself this way. Well, what's the source? Like, let's go back in time and figure out what the source is. And when we figure out what the source is, then we could start helping you trust your voice. Because a lot of the times we put the blame on us. I'm too shy. I'm too yeah. quiet. I lack confidence. I, I, I'm not clear in my thought process. 
When you haven't gone back in time and realized, oh, A, B, C, D, E, F, and G happened to me, and that's why I'm unable to express myself. Oh, that makes sense. So are you saying basically it's not necessarily a skill you can learn, but like you have to go in, like look back into time and find it's like a confidence from within that like it's like hand in hand because literally, literally hand in hand. Yeah. Wow. I do the same thing with myself. So I know that there was, a, I, I, I had a boss years ago who told me um, when he gave me some feedback from a job interview, I was like, I'm not getting the jobs. Like I, I'm going, I'm doing these killer interviews. Why am I not getting the job? And he told me to dumb it down. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll dumb it down. Cool. And then I realized that I took this man's advice and I carried it for so many years that this is why I wasn't showing up in my true jam jam self because I was holding on to this, this, this feedback, this piece of advice that I thought was like, okay, this is it. This man's telling me to dumb it down. I'm going to dumb it down. And then I dumbed it down. And I realized all the things I lost when I dumbed it down. I was like, Oh, wow. So that was one thing. And then when I was a kid, I got into trouble all the damn time for talking every report card. Jamila's a social butterfly. Jamila talks too much. If she only listened more and talked less, she'd be a far more academic student. And then my mom thought it was a problem. And then every time I opened up my mouth, I was like, oh, are people going to tell me I'm talking too much? Oh. And then when I realized that stuff that was holding me back, oh God, I can't stop talking now. (laughs) You made a career of it. I love it. Yeah. I I know this is like... no, I want to hear what you was oh, no, I was saying. I went from being I went from being the kid who got into trouble for talking too much to the person who encourages people to talk too much and gets paid to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you should send it to your, your teacher who told you you talk too much. I say it all the time, all the time. I go, hey, teachers, what's up, Miss Bint? Huh? <laughs> Me, yeah, exactly. I love it. I, lo- I love that though, because you know, so many moms need to hear that because, like, I think. You know, as you're you're talking about like, you know, this confidence and this is such a hard conversation because it's not a thing like it's just not a thing you can have. It's a thing you have to figure out and kind of earn. Right. But mm-hmm. I mean, I know in one of your posts recently because you took the Jillian Harris um, course. Yeah. And you were like, I am undervaluing myself in like I'm not, you know, celebrating myself enough. Mm-hmm. Like if you are the speaker of the person of the confidence, but you are still, you know, holding back, what are our, us normal people doing? Like the people who don't have all of this experience, like how are we supposed to go and like, you know, celebrate this thing? Of the Like it, it is very overwhelming. And I think of every day our, our moms who listen and, you know, common themes are they're stuck. They, they're the ones holding themselves back. They yeah. don't believe in themselves to take a risk. And, you know, often they're being snowplowed at home constantly. And yeah. they're like, I, 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 I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I'm stuck. Like, yeah. what do we do? I've heard that from a lot of moms, unfortunately. And then I, I just wrapped up the last cohort of my program a couple of weeks ago. And I got a message from a husband which I've never, in the six years I've been coaching, I've never had a spouse reach out to me and say, hey, this is how my my wife is doing or my my husband's doing after, to, after working with you. And this husband was like, 
my wife is stepping into her full potential now and it's so beautiful to see it. And I was like, wow, you're, you're really good. Amazing. (laughs) Wow. Um, But I realized for myself was that I had big goals. Um, I was playing it safe. And I think I was just kind of like exploring the things that I knew I could accomplish And part of that was, I was, I was, I was dimming my light a little bit. I have a lot of light, but I think the light that I have is as big as a lighthouse and the reach goes as far as a lighthouse. But I was just being like a street lamp, you know, and just lighting the sidewalk. And now I'm like, hold on. (laughs) Whoa, you are a lighthouse. (laughs) Shine, shine bright. And I think just even being able to say that out loud, it puts, it holds myself accountable. I recognize this. And I'm going to say it out loud and hopefully other people could do it too. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been following us, you know we are last minute planners when it comes to summer, except for this year. We even have one of our kids going to overnight camp for a month, a whole month. We're super excited for them, but we are getting anxious about not seeing them for that long. How will they cope? Will they make friends? Will they be homesick? We all have our own unique set of stressors varying in size and significance, yet when we hold on to them, they can gradually take a toll on our well-being. Fortunately, therapy provides a safe space where you can get things off your chest and find effective strategies to work through whatever is weighing you down. Therapy offers a place to discover strategies for stress reduction and balance in your life, helping you face life's challenges with new strength. Like when your tween goes to overnight camp for a month and you're trying to put on a brave face. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's completely online, designed for convenience, flexibility, and tailored to fit your schedule. Simply complete a short questionnaire to be matched with a licensed therapist, knowing you can switch therapists anytime at no extra cost. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Nat today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash Nat. How do we get over this feeling of, you know, we were, who are we talking to? And she said, was it Vivian? I don't know. 
Vivian Kay. I don't know what you're going to say. And she was just saying, you know, it it took, oh God, I wish I could remember who it was because she was saying it took a while for me to celebrate, like, you know, or someone who just made did a major accomplishment. My brain is not working. And I, oh, it was Jamie yesterday. I go, she was, she's the toast, she's the host of a TV show. And she goes, I don't really talk about it much because I don't want to be bragging. And I'm like, what you're doing is you could, that's, you should be shining your, like, people want to celebrate you. What is this with women who, what is the difference between bragging and feeling like, you know, sell the, the, why are we, why is it so hard to articulate our, our, our wins as women? And, you know, talking about what the win is like, is that just societal? Do you think and is it practice? I think it is. I think a lot of it has to do with society, but I also think it has a lot to do with our upbringing. So like, right. I'm not a mom yet. But I like to believe that if I have a child, my child's going to be the most because they're going to see their mom being the most and their mom's apologetic about being the most. And therefore, it's going to transfer onto them and they're also going to be the most. But if you're growing up around people who are saying, now, now, dear, don't boast, be this. We're just hardwired just to, to be simple. And going back to that boss I had, dumb it down. I'm sorry that you can't take this shine. Check yourself before you check me, right? Why, why are you having an issue with me celebrating myself? And again, we think so much about people's feelings. How are people perceiving me? And we always think the worst instead of thinking, what about it when I share my wins, it actually encourages somebody else to share their wins. What about when I say, this is who I am and what I do, it also makes somebody feel like I could do it too. But we always think about the worst case scenario. And again, what are you bragging about? What are you quote unquote bragging about? I listen, I, 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 I feel that I, I just, part of me feels like in society we've celebrate, we celebrate men so much more than we celebrate women. Like I think that like, you know, on, on Instagram and on, you know, it's off putting, like it is seen as off putting when you talk about how much you've made or like, you know, you sold a successful company. It's just, it's an interesting concept that women seem to still buy into that when they talk about, you know, hard celebrate. You know what the thing is though? Yeah. We think about like using our voice to celebrate ourselves. How often do we see men coming and telling us, okay, like you're being too much, maybe, you know, 30, 40%. But the biggest, 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 biggest culprit of that is women. Yes, I agree. 100%. So here we are saying, why don't we talk enough about ourselves? But then we're not saying, why don't we tear each other down the same breath? I, 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 I complete. And, and why can we not talk about, you know, income or, you know, claiming making money without it being like, oh, you, we should just be doing everything for the goodness of our heart, like, because we're good people, you know, like this. I have skin that needs to be moisturized. I have skin that needs to be moisturized and bougie pesta needs to be fed. Of course, I need this good, good coin to take care of those things. But that's not my selling feature. That's not my, that's not my angle. You know, like I, I make money, but it's not, right. I don't need to talk about it. Some people do. I, what I'm unapologetic about is asking for money. So I put out a reel like a couple of weeks ago and I was like, this is how I respond to when people question my rate. And then this one woman came in the comments, she goes, not to be critical or anything, but can I give you some food for thought to think differently about this? And I said, nope, you can't. (laughs) Get your ass down. Do you know how many years I've worked for free? 
Do you know how many yeah. years I've asked for a smaller amount just to secure the gig? And you want to come up in my comment section and say, let me give you a little food, food for thought. How about you take a seat? Thank you, Susan. Got it. Thank God. you. I, like, I, you're right. You're right. But like, just let me have a moment, Susan. This? Why are you telling me to think differently, Susan? Like, <laughs> right. hell. I mean, yes. <laughs> That's so funny. It made and no sense to me. <laughs> But, you know, you're so right. Like, I mean, there's, I guess there's two different thoughts. Like if someone is, you know, celebrating themselves, there are people that tear them down. But for, for someone, like if I'm seeing a woman celebrate herself, I, I'm inspired. It means if she can do it, maybe I can do it too. I didn't even know that was a thing. And now I know because she's, she's telling us about it. So we, I think we just, everyone just needs to do it more, you know? What I've started doing now is when people have had the audacity to either fix their fingers or fix their vocal cords to question how I'm using my voice or, or Jam, why are you, why are you being so much about this? Like, shouldn't you just, you know, just be a little bit quieter about it? Instead of me giving them the response they want to hear or not responding to them, I go, why do you feel the need to ask me that question? Mm -hmm. Is there something within yourself you need to fix? Because I'm over here doing my thing. You have two options. You can either say, yay, Jim, or you can exit stage left. And the fact that you're still here tells me you have some inner work you need to do. I feel like, oh my gosh, you're feel, so funny. <laughs> I feel like every, um, I feel like a lot of women and I feel like a lot of women need to hear this. Like they, but I guess it starts with you knowing what makes you feel good and not feel good. Like if something's yeah. bothering you, you can't not, like, I'm assuming you would say you can't not say something. You have to like, no. you, you don't have to be mean about it. It's just like- I did that for so many years. Do you know how long I, and I still, to some extent, as extroverted as I am, as outspoken as I am, <clears throat> I do have to worry about my safety. Because as a Black woman, there have been times mm -hmm. that I have used my voice to, to call things out, not to attack or to cancel somebody, but to give people a, a perspective to think critically. And the messages I've gotten, the vile messages I've gotten, just make, you know, there's a time where I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to say anything because it's safer for me not to say anything. Mm -hmm. But then I'm harming myself either way. I'm, I'm right. harming myself, silencing myself, and I'm harming myself by potentially putting my voice out there. So I like to think about damned if you do and damned if you don't, and I might as well be damned for doing. Right, right. And I mean, and I'm assuming people with an even, you know, I think what I like here, what I'm taking the most from this is like, if you are feeling like, you know, you're not in a place you want to be. The only way out of it is your voice and expressing what you want, because otherwise you're just going to keep doing the same thing. And if you want to bring an income in, if you want to make money and if you want to make changes, if you can't vocalize that, then, you know, we did a, we did a vision board, um, like thing with, we did a, not a seminar, it was like just a live where everyone brought their things and did it together with us. And so many women were like, I'm too afraid to show this to my partner because I'm afraid they'll make fun of me or laugh at me. They're and that person shouldn't be your partner. I know. I mean, but that's the, but I know, but that's really hard yeah. to be like the, you know, in some ways that is, it's no. easier said than done for a lot of people. <laughs> I, honestly, I understand that. Um, my, my wonderful, 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 like woman who helps keep my house organized and keeps me happy and is a gem upon gem. 
she she was coming in my office and she's like, I heard your calls and I see your wall and your speaker. And I was like, yeah, I've told you this already. I'm, I'm a speaking coach. She's like, so what do you do? <laughs> and I'm explaining to her, I'm like, I help people with their voice and, and feel confident. She's like, oh, I have no problem talking to people. I'm like, all right, sister, yes, high five. Like, this is what I'm talking about. She goes, but I can't talk to my husband. And I was like, tell me more. <laughs> and so, so she's telling me where she's struggling and how he's able, he knows that when she speaks up, all he has to do is either raise his voice and it shuts down the conversation. So I went into my office. I got a pile of my Slay the Mic affirmations. I handpicked like six or seven. And I go, I want you to say these every morning, every damn morning. You wake up and you say this affirmation. And then if you're in a little spat with him, I want you to walk away, take a deep breath, go find a corner, read those affirmations, and then come back and say what you got to say. <sighs> All right. Did you ask her how it's going? She, she gave me an update the other day and she was saying like, he's still like, he's not going to change. And sometimes like it's finding your voice and using your voice for your, especially with your partner. And again, that's your toughest audience talking in a room with strangers of 2,500 people, easy breezy telling your partner, like how you feel and boundaries is another ball game. So I told her it's not about changing him, but it's changing yourself. And, and realizing that for too long, you've been biting your tongue. And there are going to be some times where you got to, you know what? I'm just going to let this one simmer. I'm just going to walk away. And then you're going to find those moments when you do need to speak up. And it hurts me to know that there are so many women and there continues to be so many women who are in relationships where they cannot use your voice. And then you wonder why you can't use your voice to launch your business. You wonder why you're scared, you're afraid to use your, your voice at work. You wonder why your children are watching you and they're the shy type, the quiet type, the one who doesn't want to talk about their feelings. It's a domino effect. It affects every area of your life. It's not just that dynamic. It actually pisses me off, to be honest. <laughs> How can you start something if you can't even speak to your toughest critic? Like, you can't. It's, it, people are so focused on that public voice. And what you don't realize is that the strength you get in your personal voice, how you talk to your children, how you talk to your partner, how you talk about yourself, how you use your voice to establish boundaries is what prepares you to come out into the public. And then say, here I am. This is what I do. So when we think about women who are like, oh, I I don't want to be, I don't want people to think that I'm bragging. I can think of two clients I've had. I go, tell me who these people are as I'm taking my earrings off. I go, tell me who these people are. That Tell me, because you keep saying, I'm worried about people. Who are the B people? Let's break it down. Be specific. My best friend. Oh, your best friend's who question you every time you celebrate a win. Those aren't your friends. So take your finger and do me this favor, mute them, remove them, block them. And here's the funny thing, you you actually know this person. For the sake of the podcast, I'm not gonna say who they are. You know this person and their change has been incredible since they started doing that. Because they legit were like, I just, I don't want, I don't want people to know. I just, I just, I'm just gonna play it safe. Kick rocks. I'm not playing it safe. I got things to do. I got differences to make. And the minute they got rid of those people, they showed up. Wow. Then another person told me, I'm afraid to talk about my business. And I'm in this one-on-one call with her. And I go, mm-hmm, who are these people? She goes, well, you know, 
people? Like, are they going to think that I'm being too much and my ideas are too big? And are they going to question why I'm making money? I go, tell me who these people are. She goes, well, you know, they're just people. I go, tell me about your husband. She goes, yeah. I go, oh, you can't even tell your husband about your ideas. The person who's going to be eating because you're bringing money in, they're going to, they're going to reap the benefits too. You can't even talk to them. Of course you can't come out. So before we want to make this people, be, be specific about who the people are. And who are the people? They're, they're, you know, we, we know this because when we start, you know, when we started, we, we, we had those people and they were, you know, I, I lost friends because of it. Like literally people were like stopped. Like we're like, you know, this is too much. Remember like, this is too much. And I just, I, you know, we were always to this day, I would say the people who follow us least are our direct friends just yeah. because, you know, what, and that's not something we personalize, but when we, when we first started posting, we were like, Oh God, people, people, our friends are going to see this and what are they going to think? And then once we got let go of that, yeah, we were able to be, you know, and someone recently asked me like, well, you guys, what the content you put out, out, like, don't you care what your kids think one day? And I'm like, you know, we're naughty. We, we're, we're, we say a lot of outrageous things, but we're never mean. And we never put yeah. people down. We, we never say we're never cruel. We're not, you know, we're not looking to be mean people ever. We're, we just tell crazy I'm stories. So, so I'm fine with that. I'm so glad you use that example because the question I always ask the people I work with when they're scared to, share their wins, share their story, establish boundaries, um, do a public service announcement on something that they're seeing. I always ask them, what's your intention? What's your intention behind this? If your intention is to educate, empower, reassure, sell yourself, celebrate yourself, then proceed without permission. But you are a whole ass adult. You do mm-hmm. not need people's permission. Hi, community. Hi, friends. Hi, hi. Um, I have an idea. Just want to know how you feel about it. Am I allowed to talk about it? Like, no, you're a whole right. ass adult. I, yeah, I guess. So it's your, ask yourself yes. what's your intention. And, and, and if your intention is to do those, any of those things, then proceed. But then if you're afraid to tap into that intention, ask yourself, what's holding me back? Specifically, who's, who's holding me back? And when you figure out who is holding you back, then ask yourself, what's their intention in holding me back? Is it to protect me? Is it because they're thinking of the bigger picture? Or is it because their ass is saltier than the Atlantic Ocean? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. You know, you say you're not a therapist, but I'm really I just, sorry I just, to say just, you no, are. Those I'm so, things I'm sorry. that you just said, it's like if you can, if you can, if you question yourself and you answer those, and you're able to honestly answer those questions, then you can be more free. And that is, it's, it's like it's breaking down these barriers. It is. I was thinking, like that's you are for, a therapist that's for everything and a comedian. For that's God's for sake. like that's for like <laughs> where you want to go and date. Like you know who who you want to date, who you want to marry. You know, you're so afraid to like. So many people are so afraid to share who they are because they everyone else has an expectation of who they are. And the minute you become who you are is the minute you're so free because there's no, doesn't matter what people say because almost your freeness is not a threat, but they can't do anything when you've let everything go. You know, they can't yeah. hold anything against you yeah. about their expectations of you because you are just who you are. And I think yeah. so many women are so afraid to start something or change something or do something new. And I mean, even like people's health, you know, they're afraid to start a new fitness program in case, you know, they fail or someone will think differently of them because are you talking about me? No, <laughs> I'm just, I just mean so many people. <laughs> You know, it's but like, just- I, like I say, when, and people like to chalk it up to, oh, there's haters, there's haters. And I'm like, I'm not 17. I'm not out here calling people haters. Like, I'm right. going to call you what you are. You are someone who I thought was a friend. You are someone who I thought was my family who cared about me, but clearly you don't. You're not a hater. You're someone who's letting me down. That's what you are. That's what you are. And again, to the people who want to ask questions and raise concerns, are you paying my bills? Are you mm-hmm. moisturizing my skin? Right. Right. No, no you know not. what? <clears throat> my, my, my choices are not your issues. Like who I am has nothing to do with what you and what I choose to do or change has nothing to do with anyone else but myself, you know? No. But for people who are listening, they're like, oh, but Tram, you're so confident. I went through mad shit before I reached this point. I have been hurt. I have been traumatized. (laughs) I have been trolled. I've lost weight from not sleeping, not eating, because I was so consumed by how people were treating me. So it took me a long time. You're, You're looking at a work in progress. If I even reached my finished product, the world would not be ready. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I mean, I gotta take time. I gotta, I gotta pace myself. <laughs> I gotta pace myself. But it took a lot for me to even get to this point that I could say out loud, "Kick rocks." <laughs> right. Took, took a while. So when you like look at me like myself, there, don't though. admire, don't don't admire us and think that this we've been like this. I think I was born a talker. I was born a talker. I think yeah. I've talked all my damn life. But where I'm at and how comfortable I am in my skin, I had to go through some stuff. Do you think you have to go through stuff to get to that confidence? Like, do you think it's impossible to get it without going through stuff? I don't think so. I think, I think everyone's story is different. And I think, I think 
what helped me really get to this point, especially this year, was asking myself, who am I showing up for? Am I showing up for my community and strangers or am I showing up for like the baby jam that's out there? Because growing up, I didn't see anyone like myself. I didn't see Black educators. I didn't see Black women in business. I didn't see Black women in media. And then I grew up and I became all three. So when people's kids message me, or I, I, I had a student who reached out to me like at some point during the pandemic and said, I, I, I have a speech to do at school and I was really nervous and I, and I used the hashtag public speaking and then I found your video and it really made me feel good. I was like, that's good. That's yeah. Good. You know, yeah. that's who I'm showing up for. And the minute who I, when I asked myself, who am I showing up for? How can I help those people? It helped me step into myself unapologetically. I love my community. I honor my community. I'm not doing all of this for you. See, and that that's that's well that that's your that that doesn't that's perfect for you. You know what I mean? Like that's amazing that you that you that's I mean who are who are the kind of people who hire you? And is there any like commonalities? Like are they are they? I'm assuming that they're mostly women. But why do they come? What what do they come to you needing? So people assume that everyone I work with are aspiring, uh, not public, but professional speakers. Okay. Not true. So when I first started this six years ago and I started, I, everything I do just for context, I'm very impulsive. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything. I'm like I just, I just feel it in my soul. I'm like, I like this. Let me go run with it. If it fails, it fails. If it flies off, it flies off. And that's what my, my program has done. So when I started six years ago, originally I wanted to only focus on aspiring speakers because I was a speaker myself. And then I had more and more people sharing their stories about what was holding their voice back. And I realized that this is not just about public and professional speakers. It's helping people reconnect and rediscover their voice. And people are like, I don't have a voice. I'm like, you just use your voice to tell me you don't have a voice. Of course you have a voice. You're just not as connected to it as you'd like to be. So mm-hmm. I have had people from all walks of life. Um, I had one woman in my latest pro- my latest cohort who came into the program for professional reasons and then realized that she needed this to be a better wife and a better mom. Wow. Huh. So a lot of people come in thinking, oh yeah, I'm going to work on my business. And really it's like, I'm going to work on the voice I used to talk to myself and about myself. Um, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had my first guy come into my cohort last, last season, so cohort three, and that was so cool to have a guy in the group, you know, because we were mm-hmm. so women focused and we think, oh, men are so macho. No, this dude had his own pain and, and trauma that was holding him back from using his voice. So I like to tell people humans come into my program. I help humans. Whatever you identify as, that's cool. But like I help humans and I've had humans from every area you could think of. And even some eight-figure business owners who we think they got it all figured out. I love y'all, in case you're listening. But you don't. <laughs> How many figures? Over ten million? Over ten? Over ten? A eight? lot of money. More money than I could. I could even. <laughs> I've ever seen when in my life. When people say figures, I'm like, wait, what is that number? It's a I'm whole. So- you know what you could do with that money? Get an office. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Several offices. Here's, yeah, okay. I need, okay, eight figures, eight figures. Is that like a hundred million? I don't know, six is- It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. 
Everyone's out here saying they're a six-figure business owner. I'm like, I got money, you got money, we all got money. But again, I've I've worked with everyone and it, it helps keep me on my toes as a coach that I'm not just working with the same type of people every single day. But the one thing they all have in common is that they doubt themselves. Right. I think everybody does. That's like everybody, right? Everybody does. Jam, for everyone listening, sitting here, what is one thing that they can do to maybe be, if they, I mean, we'll we'll tell them where they can all find you, but what is one thing they can do to maybe start working on finding that inside voice that, you know, is just, or when they feel defeated, I just... Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I feel like this message is so powerful because yeah. I know how many people walk through life silenced. The two things I'd recommend is one, every single time you are called on or given the opportunity to use your voice and you're scared, I want you to write down why. And I want you to start keeping a log so you could track it. So I, I like data like that. So you could see like, oh, when someone asked me to share my expertise, I said no. And I did that 15 times. So you could, could start keeping. Pardon? Can it also be as little as like when my family asked what we want yes. for dinner, I didn't use my voice. Like I was like, I'll yeah. do whatever yeah. I want. So Even that's though what I really saying. wanted sushi. It's everywhere. It's literally every single time you feel like, like I'm, I'm biting my lip or my tongue, write it down, write it down okay. so you can start to keep a log. The second thing I want people to start doing is pay attention to how you talk about yourself. So when someone- so that's inside or outside to people? What's outside meaning so somebody goes oh my god like I love um your 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 business idea and you're like oh it's 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 nothing you know it's just something I started like a month ago pay attention to that pay attention to how you talk about yourself because again we focus so much on what we say and we don't focus enough about how we talk about ourselves because how we talk about ourselves we share that with somebody and now that somebody's going to take that and they're going to share that with somebody and is that the story that you really want to share so what I tell everybody is that when it comes to your voice and it comes to your and your story, you are the publisher, the author, and the illustrator. You decide what you're putting out there, but you have to be aware of it. So it's a lot of self-reflection. And it's not just waiting until you're in therapy or you're in crisis or there's something for you to go, oh, let me think about things. I'm constantly self-evaluating, constantly self-reflecting that when there are times and there have been moments where I've choked and I'm like, I wanted to say something and I didn't. Then I ask myself, why didn't you? So that the next time that situation comes up, I don't, I don't repeat it. Makes so sense. just being so aware of it and, and really listening to your voice. Like you can start doing little small things. Like instead of sending someone a text message, send someone a voice note. If, you're, if your voicemail is you've reached four, one, six, change that. Change that. Get rid of that. And, and put your actual voice on it. Those are all little things that you can start doing to like reconnect and most importantly, like fall back in love with your voice. Yo, this is Inception. They need an office. No kidding. <laughs> and I want to be the first person to visit that office because I <laughs> advocated it for them to get an office. And I, want, and I want a front row t- um, seat to their first Toronto show. I'm just putting everything it's out. It's yours. It's yours. We're, go- we're coming on December 11th. In Toronto? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. 
in person um, what's that feel like oh my goodness in real life we're doing a tour like um 10 days in september in the states 10 days in october and then all of canada in december I do blame Ontario a little bit for our situation because usually we're inside without seven kids inside the house homeschooling in all areas of the house. And, you know, it has been, even if we had an office, we probably couldn't go because there's no one to watch the kids. Matt has four kids at home alone. Now I feel a little bit less embarrassed. Good one. Uh, No, I mean, like (laughs) really this has been like on the fly. We've never done it in the heat in the car. Usually it's been a bit colder. So our phone does not like the heat. iPhone needs to figure that out, but we really do apologize for those snafus and Oh God, please let us move forward with this and never have seven children at home again for an extended amount of time like this I love it thank thank you so much for like taking the time I feel I I, again I feel like inspired I feel like I feel like for myself personally I'm like I think I'm usually pretty confident in my voice but getting in touch with myself even like deeper to feel even more like myself can flow out Mm -hmm. and my 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 light can shine brighter I feel like yeah, asking those questions of, of yourself and then also writing your own book. Like, I, I, lo- I, love, I love all that. Oh, Where wow. can everybody come and find you? You can find me on Instagram. Now, listen very carefully, people. Okay. Yes, You ma'am. can find me on uh-huh. Instagram and Twitter at I am Jam Gamble. Do not add me on LinkedIn. I'm not going to request, I'm not going to accept it. Don't. <laughs> I, I was very specific. Instagram and Twitter. And I guess I show up on Facebook from time to time, but jams and everything because I'm that sweet. Aw. And, <laughs> and we can, we'll also put everything in the show notes so they can link it um, directly for you. And do you have another cohort coming up where people yeah. can like sign up and why don't you just give us a quick like if you feel like it um like synopsis of what that co that course looks like like and like you said it's for anybody who wants to use their voice but just so people know what to expect from that so i'm i just launched uh cohort four and that's gonna end in august and then i'm gonna try to sleep for a couple of months um (laughs) and then launch cohort five in um february of 2022 And essentially this program is for anybody who wants to reconnect and learn how to love, trust and honor their voice and use it in every area of your life. Um, I'm tired of people saying, I wanna be a TED talk speaker. Can you talk in your home? Can you? Until you talk in your house, you're not ready for TED. Okay, (laughs) talk to to your TED first. Um, So that's what the program is. It's an 11 week program, very intimate group, um, a max of 30 so I know who everyone is, and I get to hear your voice from beginning to end. And the best thing about my program is my community. People think it's me, but to see just the community support each other and encourage one another to use their voice is the best thing I could have ever created um, when launching this program. So yeah, I'm ready to see who's going to be coming in in cohort five. But for now, my focus is cohort four. And when where um, when can they start signing up for cohort five? Cohort five registrations probably, or not registration, but the wait list is going to begin most likely in January. Um, I'm not your typical like launch person who drags it out and sends you 45,000 emails and has 75 giveaways. Like you want to come in my course or not? Because it sells out all the time. So I don't really have to, you know, like yeah. do you want to come in or not? <laughs> yep. Truth. Yeah. So that'll be happening in January. 
Um, December, I'll probably start talking about it. And then January and then February, it's, it's go time. But in between, there's some very exciting things happening, but I can't say oh. it. I can't no, say it. I can't no, say she it. She can't say it. That's really exciting. Oh. I love that kind oh. of stuff. I thought you said no, you're Canadian. I was like, no, okay, we are. When you can't say anything, that's but even listen, because it's good. As Canadians, we're going to be really proud. That's all I'm going to say. I love that. That that's really exciting. That's a nice little ending. That's like wow. Cliffhanger. So everyone, go find uh, go find you on Instagram, not on LinkedIn, definitely not, and on, on Twitter. Twitter. Got it. Yeah, you're gonna get LinkedIn. so much. You watch you go get LinkedIn like requests now, and you said not LinkedIn. Do you know, what? I'm gonna go Listen, When I've done other people's podcasts, and I'm not gonna say their names so they don't get like free promo on your thing. But like mm-hmm. someone was like messaging me on LinkedIn. It's like five minutes in. Oh, hi, I'm listening to you right now on so-and-so's podcast. I'm like, well, why? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm dead. Oh my gosh. Well, can't wait to meet you in real life. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It was fun. Bye. Take care. Thank you.